when I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell because I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking tell. It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies dressed in white. I like black Tims and black hoodies. God will probably have me on some real strict shit. No sleeping all day. No getting my dick licked. Hanging with the goody goodies. Lounging in paradise. Fuck that shit. I want to tote guns and shoot dice. You're now rolling in the Hoopty, a podcast. You're now rolling in the Hoopty, a podcast. Faking it look easy with Rome Daily. You don't know what it is. The Hoopty, a podcast. It's not no new, new, new. It's not no go, go, get them. It's that hope you get to the corner store because I'm trying to get those groceries. Hit them. That's what it is. Faking it look easy. Episode one. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am beside myself with the excitement of just having to worry about putting these episodes together. I got to be honest with you guys. It's been a lot. It's been a little bit. It's been much. It's been quite much, if I'm being honest with you guys. And now this camera is about to die, so we might not have a video for episode one. And that's all right, because we have video for the motherfucking intro. We got video for the intro. We be making it. We be making it. Go, 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 go. Oh, damn. All right, I'll quit singing. Shit, calm down, microphone. We got roast battle this week. Roast battle's been tearing it up. It's been the bomb shit diggity. I've been loving that shit. Uh, we got a dude, Tyler Anson. This motherfucker pulls up to roast battle in a van, gets out of the van with the help of his dad, wheels himself to the microphone with the help of his family, puts the pride of his clan on his back and roast motherfuckers into completion. Don Seegers caught it twice. Roasted to completion. This Friday, he's doing stand up. After stand-up, he's doing roast battle. But this comes out on Saturday, and this is Friday, so you motherfuckers just may not hear this one in time. But guess what? There will be more. There will be more in store, I promise you. Um, I'm in I'm downtown Omaha, October 5th. That's at the back line. I got a story for y'all about the back line. Listen. I'm the Shogun champ, if you didn't know. If you didn't know who I am, I take a show and I get that motherfucker gone if it needs to be gone. Anytime I sense the venue using comics or local, local, and this is this, this should be every venue I perform in now. I sound ridiculous. Anytime I sense uh, some kind of venue trying to fuck over local performers, the champ has to show up. And the champ gets the show gone. I'm the Shogun champ, okay? Nebraska City. Prairie City Chop House. Holler at your boy. Shogun Champ. Gone. 21st, 21st Saloon. Actually, I missed the 21st Saloon, but I was the last person to host at that on that stage. So that show, Shogun Champ. Gone. <clears throat> Don't mess with me. I burned the show to the ground, all right? Had a little improv theater downtown. Some girl had a disagreement with me, told me to go fuck myself on stage. Guess what? That show got burned to the ground. I'm the Shogun Champ. I should have a belt back here somewhere. I will eventually, just not this time. Um, at the back line on October 5th, I think that is downtown Omaha, 1618 Harney street. So if you want to hear some rambling, if you want to hear some shit talking, I promise you I'll be there. I'm in Crete on October 11th. Don't ask me what the fuck I'm doing in Crete, Nebraska. Don't ask me because I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to yell at white people that are really, really, really good more than likely. 
But I'm going to assume they're on some racist shit. And I'm going to yell at them about Marcus Garvey. And I'm going to yell at them in Muhammad Ali quotes. And I'm going to get way too high to do stand-up. And they're going to applaud. And they're going to love me for it. You know why? Because I do that shit disrespectfully. It's respectfully disrespectful. <clears throat> disrespectful as fuck. But they let me do that shit. And actually, you know what? They let me do that shit. What are you talking about? I'm a proud black man. I set this up. They pay me to do this shit. I go down there I, with an empty envelope. When I leave, the envelope is full. And then I pay my people with it. Holler at your boy. I pay my people with it. Shh, don't fucking talk to me about no. I get mad at myself. This is why this podcast works. It's because I just have in my head. It's just they're up there, bro. They're just they just sit up there and smoke weed most of the time. But when I tell them to wake up and take out the trash. We come to Daily Junior Studios and we take out the trash just like this. Uh, I want to shout out uh, American Shaman CBD store uh, because I'm stuck up there six days a week. Uh, doing the Lord's work, doing the motherfucking Lord's work. But you know what? I get about five hours of free time a day. And guess what happens? I start faking it look easy up there. And when I'm faking it look easy, I be faking it look real, real, real greasy. Feel me. I don't know what that means. Uh, but that's where this podcast came from. My mad hours of free time during the day. So you have... American Shaman CBD stores to thank for this. Off of 120th and Dodge in Omaha, Nebraska, and off of 156th and Maple in Omaha, Nebraska, soon to be coming Twin Creek in Bellevue. Actually, it's open now, Twin Creek in Bellevue. CBD Shaman, American, American Shaman stores, CBD, creating better days. <laughs> I, they're not sponsoring me, which they fucking should be, sponsoring my life. Uh, I want, also want to give a sincere shout-out uh, to the gentleman who owns, operates, manages, works at, anybody who is in the office at, uh, anybody who has ever looked at a book or considered going into business with this company, Toe Pros in Omaha. Say, I got this neighbor, man. And this little light-skinned motherfucker, listen, it's not good to talk bad about your own people, okay? I'm light-skinned, okay? It's now time for... Black Rome, White Rome. Segment is upcoming, Black Rome, White Rome. So I, myself, am very light-skinned, and I will tell you all about all the light-skinned things that I like and why Black Rome likes it and why White Rome hates it and why White Rome likes it and why Black Rome hates it. Like, I got 15 people in here, bro. I'm like Sonic. I got different combinations. Just put it in a suicide. Put it all in one cup. Drink that shit back for me. Feel me? Pam. Anyway... This little motherfucker is about 5'8 on a good day. Florida license plate. So I already, I already, listen, when you moved into the complex, I all fucking ready saw you coming. This man does not know how to park behind, what's going on here? This man doesn't know how to park inside a stall. He keeps parking in the handicap spot. I keep hearing his bass all the time i see nothing but raggedy whores coming in and out of my building not that i have anything against a raggedy whore or two but listen man don't remind me of all the pussy i'm not getting 
by showing me all the strange pussy you are getting. I'm a hater that way, bro. I'm not out here in these streets. I'm not a young man, and I miss it. Okay? I fucking miss it. I'm not, I'm not Eddie from Family Matters. I'm Carl Winslow, bro. Look at this hairline. moving back like a motherfucker. I'm not smooth with game, ready to take on the name, uh, to shout fame, all to get some pussy in tame. Uh-uh, nah, me. Nah. I'm slick talking, but after three or four pumps, I got shit for you, bro. I got nothing. So I'm not banging no strange ass pussy. But don't throw that shit in my face, bro. But guess what? This little loud bass playing motherfucker. And you can tell when he has a girl over too, because it's dudes is nasty, man. This dude is nasty. Dudes is nasty. Okay. The only reason you bought the sound bar is so you could be impressive when you're smashing. I know this, bro. But listen, I don't want to hear that fucking bass in my apartment. Smash all you want to. I don't want to know you're smashing. I don't want to know. I don't hear it. I hear the bass, but I don't hear it, which tells me you ain't smashing correctly, bro. Because it used to be this tall, skinny little white dude back there, and I would hear him clapping yeeks all the time. This man's clapping Yeezy cheeks. Praising the Lord, hallelujah, throw your hands in the air. He's fucking girls on the washer, bruh. Why? Because our washers are connected in some kind of weird way. They're back to back. My washer get to bump, 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 sounding like a dryer. This little white boy smashing cakes back there. And Mixed Kid probably just giving it up super sensitive because that's how us Mixed Kids give it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I lost my damn headphones. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm enjoying myself too much. We used to, as mixed kids, here we are. Here comes a drop. As mixed kids, we used to dream about smashing random pussy. And then random pussy walks into our apartment and we want to talk about the stars. And now... And now... Here we are. And now... Here we are. <laughs> we, used to, we used to be trying to... Uh, I remember, I remember when I was a. I shouldn't be talking about this. We'll talk about mixed kid shit later too. But I remember when I was a little, you know, trying to get it on. Uh, all your friends were just super black or super white, and it's just you, little mixed kid. And so you're trying to make your way. Like I like the jagged edge, but I also like Nirvana because I lived in Ohio when Kurt Cobain died. Uh, not that those have anything to do with anything. It's just where I live when Kurt Cobain died. Uh, so I like. I just want to meet me at the altar in your vine dress. You know that fucking jam? And then there was me uh, <laughs> talking about in utero and shit like that. Come, uh, you are fucking ridiculous. I'm not even sure if that's Nirvana. Don't at me about it. Uh, but you should just dream about smashing random pussy. All the super cute little girls uh, that went to my school. I was the same age, so it wasn't creepy. But you have these young man fantasies. I didn't know I was going to grow up to be a fucking pillow talker. And now, here we are. And now, here we are. And they out there. It's sad if you think about it. I'm hating on this man so much, but shout out to Toe Pros. Because that motherfucker parked in the handicapped spot and they came in, got his shit. They came in, got his shit. They came in, got his shit. And I was fucking happy about it. And so I went there, stood out on the porch and I was like, say... Say, what's up? What's going on? I don't know, man. They got my car. Oh, you parked that shit in the handicaps, huh? 
Yeah, I parked it in the handicap. Well, that's what you fucking get, bro. <laughs> so shout out to Toe Pros. That's gangster. Uh, we've uh, we've had a crazy week in comedy, man. Like I host a show a uh, second Saturday every month. You can find it at the back line called Power Hour. It's a showcase of Omaha's underground stand up. What the fuck? It's a showcase of Omaha's underground comedy scene. Not to be confused with Oliver's underground comedy show. This is a showcase of Omaha's underground comedy scene. So we grab a diverse group, about 10 comics around the city. There's only about 30 of us, so we perform in three-month rotations. <laughs> and uh, we do this little showcase. We bring our best five minutes. We record it so everybody has YouTube material and that kind of shit. It's a really good show until bachelor parties show up. So our bachelorette parties show up. Bachelor parties are a hoot and a holler most of the time. Bachelorette parties are a hoot and a holler and get drunk and do cocaine in the bathroom and ask people for tampons in the middle of the show and then start melees at the whole goddamn thing. Meanwhile, you're just trying to collect your little 75 bucks and get the fuck home because there's a UFC fight on Yair Rodriguez fighting Jeremy Stevens. And I want to see that shit personally. But no, I show up at the show and from across the street, I see a bunch of bachelorettes coming. And the queen bachelorette was a queen bachelorette. Like she had it all going on. She had the tight pants with the ass poke, poke, poking out the back. Uh, she had the heels on. Uh, she had the shirt that had the unk, unks popping out. She had it all going on. She had the big loud tiara. She had the veil and everything. Bitch was getting married. Okay. Bitch was shooting a jagged ed vid edge video the next day. So I see this being the host of the show. I want to have a good show. You're not going to have a good show. Bachelorettes show up and they sit in the front row. There's only two tables in the front row. Guess who tried to guess who tried to beeline to those two tables? Me. Guess who was unsuccessful? Me. Guess who got it? Them. Guess who took up the whole section over there? Them. There was about 20 of them in a 30-person improv theater. Whew. Now, that's a little much. That's a little much. I don't know what kind of comedy show they thought they were coming to. They just needed something to do. Look, this is only seven bucks. We'll go get plastered beforehand. We'll go get plastered afterwards. It'll be a hoot and a holler, Catherine. I'm glad it was a hoot and a holler because about six comics in, there was no love drop coming. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Brosef Goebbels. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. It was more like a hate drop coming. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay you. <laughs> it was more that than any kind of love. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. It was way more of that. So my man gets on stage about six comics up. My man realizes that they're talking and everything like that. My man says a thing or two to shut it down. They don't stop talking. My man gets more aggressive. My man spent some years in the feds, okay? It's the kind of guy we're talking to, talking about. So he's not going to get heckled at a comedy show when I did five years in the feds, understand? I get it. <laughs> Listen, I get it. Do your thing. Kind of rouse him up a little bit. I sent Patrick Clark. Shout out to Lincoln Comedy. Patrick Clark, strong than a motherfucker. Went up on stage. Machine gun. Five minutes. Machine gunned five minutes. Gun coming. 
five minutes straight, machine gun that shit. Room's back to zero. We're all in the background, in the back talking about it. I think I'm a genius for bringing this up. I'm like, yeah, I got it back to zero. I'm the host of the century. Holler at your boy. What happens? We send the notorious Tanya Harding of comedy, Haley Raven, to the stage. That's what we do. And who tries to heckle Haley Raven? 20 drunk bachelorettes. Who has a taser in her back pocket? Haley Raven. Melee ensues. Uh, <laughs> this woman said one thing, and Haley goes, You know what? I'm not having any of this bullshit. And these women start standing up to come to the stage. Haley takes a step back, centers her right foot parallel with her shoulders, her left foot counterclockwise to the three o'clock position from her left shoulder to her right shoulder. And she takes a stance I'd never seen before. Whips out this taser like Indiana Jones, bruh. Black, 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 black. Give her the taser. Black, 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 black. These women take a step back for a minute. Meanwhile, behind me, Jason Regan's coming to the stage to help out everything. And I'm like, okay, cool, we're good. Me and Jason Regan can handle this. But now the backline managers want to get involved. And so the backline managers get involved, but they're not so assertive. It's kind of a passive-aggressive thing. And these women just keep repeatedly smelling blood in the water. So it's one of those things where we got it figured out, then somebody else will come to the stage, and then it's a whole big deal again. And this happens for like 10 minutes. Meanwhile, the rest of the com the rest of the show is sitting there calmly because they're just passive white folks. I just came to see Omaha's underground comedy. I want to see who's gonna be the next big deal. I want to see who's nominated in November. But we got a fucking melee on our hands here. Haley's on stage holding the microphone, and now the woman wants the microphone because she thinks Haley shouldn't have it. Haley still has a taser in her hand in a boxing stance. She's at shoot boxing range with a taser in her right hand, microphone in her left hand, and she's looking to clap anybody with either one of those motherfuckers. And I approve of this. I respect this 100%. So uh, Haley's kind of at the back of the stage. We're trying to get everybody off the stage, maintaining a very low profile uh, and showing our hands, knowing just to let you know, like it's like an, it's like when a bear is attacking you. Uh, it's the opposite. You're not supposed to shrink back uh, when a cougar is attacking you. You put your hands out. You maintain a low profile. You maintain direct eye contact. You try not to get any beef jerky in your eye from the mouth. Don't let it get in your eyes. They've been pre-gaming. They were in an Uber. Don't let beef jerky get in your eyes. That's all you got to do when a cougar's attacking you. So they finally leave, finally get Haley off the stage. And guess who's standing there? It's your boy, the host of the show. Guess who brings Haley back up on the stage? Guess who crushes for five minutes? Guess who comes on next and next and next? Three more comics. I uh, get to sign off the show and then we get to leave. And all the cougars and all the bachelorettes are gone for the night. It was a fantastic thing. I cannot tell you guys. I cannot tell you guys. It was a night that my mom would have been proud of. It was a night that my mom would have loved. I learned, I got my love of stand-up comedy from my mother specifically. Uh, we used to watch dirty stand-up shows like HBO, uh, Def Jam Comedy. And Def Jam Comedy would come on HBO real, real, real late at night. And I had no business being up, but I wasn't being parented right. So I stayed up. Excuse me. So I stayed up and watched this Def Comedy Jam. But it wasn't no dumb bullshit. It was all black comedy, 90s humor, 
real fun kind of shit. Martin Lawrence hosted most of those. So you know how those motherfuckers went. Just crazy kind of shit. My mom used to love that bullshit. So anytime there's something crazy happens at a comedy show, I super, super, super fucking appreciate it. But remember, when is the lowest form of conversation? And I'm getting behind on myself. Um, drop is coming. It's now time for Black Rome, White Rome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that shit. Uh, black Rome, White Rome. It's now time for Black Rome, White Rome. <laughs> That's the segment in which I just talk about uh, mixed kid shit. Uh, mixed kids, mix, mixed kid shit. Listen, uh, I talked a little bit about it earlier, but until the age of 15, I lived all over the country in um, all kinds of hood ass neighborhoods uh, just because my mom was into some real illegal shit and she would just move us around the country. So it was me and my brother was five years younger than me. Um, but she ended up passing when I was 15 and he was 10. So as a person who has their identity mostly mapped out at 15, I went from living in the hood to living in the suburbs. And I remember the first thing I noticed when I walked into my aunt's house from living in the suburbs, my mom had just died. Um, I was trying to figure out a bunch of like funeral arrangements. I didn't know how much I should be involved. I didn't know what I should do. You have all this grief. You Head is spinning left and right. It's the middle of the school year. You don't know what you're doing next year. I'm a black kid I consider myself to be, but I have white family. And now I'm living with this white family. And the first thing I notice when I walk into their house, these motherfuckers have throw pillows on the couch. Now, I didn't know they were called throw pillows. So I just, they just got pillows on the couch. They just got pillows on the couch. I thought they slept on the couch a bunch. Because we never had no damn throw pillows in the hood. My friends didn't have any no, no goddamn throw pillows. If it was the pillows on the couch, it was because somebody was sleeping there. And it was always like, there was one of the things at our house. We always had to have our house presentable. And I would sleep on the couch sometimes. My mom would sleep on the couch. We always slept on the couch. If there's a pillow there, somebody came over to the house. That's one of the things you knew. Pick up all the plates and shit. Make it kind of look presentable before you open the door. Put the pillow and the blankets in the bedroom. You got company. So I just thought they were just some nasty white people who had come, who didn't, didn't clean up before they had company. And like, I didn't realize that it was a white thing or a black thing until I went over their friend's house and they all <laughs> slept on their couches as well. And I was like, well, hell. There ain't no way all these white people are sleeping on their own couches, bro. They buy $5,000 mattresses. All their furniture matches. All the silverware matches. All the pots and pans are the same color. Now you want to tell me all these white people are sleeping on their own couches? I don't think so. The mattress says Sealy, and it's a word I can't read. It's called Posturepedic? Sealy Posturepedic? But I'm in there now, young black kid. Strong back, football star, ninth grade, pillows on the couch. Let's go to sleep. And now, and now, here we are. And now, here we are. And they out there. It's now time for Black Rome, White Rome. Another thing I didn't realize was in, in the in the reverse is uh Chuck Taylor's. 
Yo, Chucks weren't around in the hood in 1996. It was those big felines. It was K-Swiss. It was Jordans all day. Um, I didn't realize the comfort of it. This didn't have anything to do with with the segment. I didn't realize the comfort, and we'll do this another time. Your boy didn't realize the comfort of a nice pair of Chuck Taylors with a strong bottom and a canvas top for the longest time. And now you can't get me out of some motherfucking Chuck Taylors. I love those shit. Shout out to Chuck Taylor, even though you're not sponsoring this episode. Shout out to Converse. Shout out to basketball in the 1980s. Uh, before, right after Chuck Taylor, what, what are they wearing? The limousines for the feet. Is that? Yeah, that's what it is. Limousines for your feet. Wilt Chamberlain's, I think. Yeah, anyway. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes. Hold on. Here we go. Recording persons without explicit consent is strictly forbidden. But these are mad, candid convos. Let's try this segment out. Uh, last night I recorded a, a um, conversation at an open mic uh, that was quite interesting. And so I just figured I would record a bunch of conversations at open mics and just call it Man Candid Convos and deliver it to you guys so you have something to hear, something to listen to. Let's see what this is about. Turn it up. And she goes, and she goes but it's always up back in the 60s near 70 by noontime. This is winter. Yeah, that's she's like she's winter, like bro. she's like Super Bowl. Uh, I actually I lived in Texas in the Super Bowl nah. when the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, and there were bees outside. It fucking freaked me out, man. <laughs> Honey bees outside. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Uh, they had this shit there. Uh, these these bugs. They only show up twice a year. They call them love bugs. Sorry. But uh-huh. they just show up there to mate. They're attached at the ass. And like just twice a year for like two to three weeks, these fucking bugs are everywhere. We have them here too. And they just I never seen them here. They reproduce by ass fucking, literally. Yeah. They're just attached at the ass. And so we have them here. You should see them there. Like I I, I wouldn't doubt it. How big are they? Oh, they're just How big are those rumps? They're just little tiny fucking bugs like this big. Like both they, of them together are no bigger than my finger now. They're like, they're just little tiny bugs. Do they start out as individual bugs and then they connect at the ass to fuck? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and then once they're connected, at, like they stay connected. They're flying around connected. Like yep. just, they just land on you. Like not on purpose. Like they just, they fly into you. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're just everywhere. Like get the fuck out of the way, man. Have like, you ever seen that stroke? spot where they, uh, the bats come flying out from under the bridge in Austin? We're like, there's just oh, so many. Yeah, you seen that, that video? Yeah, heard about it. Uh, I saw like that's what these bugs look like sometimes. Like there's just fucking clouds of bugs. Dan Waverly, just an airborne orgy. Yeah, but they don't. They don't bite you. They don't bother you. Like they're just doing their thing, <laughs> and you these cross are, their path. These are those dirty hippies reincarnated from the hate Ashbury. <laughs> fucking around in florida that's their punishment for being such dirty hippies you live in florida now but you get to ass fuck all the time in midair all i wanted to know though is they're like well they're only here twice a year for a few weeks and i go where do they go like nobody knows yeah they turn into larvae they just disappear they don't turn into Nobody knows where they go. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing, that's uh, Mad Candid Convos. Recording persons without explicit consent is strictly forbidden. But...
Sorry. Recording persons without explicit consent is strictly forbidden, but these are mad candid convos. That's mad candid convos. Uh, that's mad candid convos. My, my favorite part about that whole thing is my man Steve was standing out there with us. Uh, shout out to Bill Queen, uh, Chuck and Bill Comedy, uh, Dope in Real Life. Uh, this episode's presented by Chuck and Bill Comedy because we went half on this microphone. <laughs> Chuck and Bill Comedy, Dope in Real Life. Holler at your boy. Uh, my favorite thing about that, we're standing out there talking and uh, fucking Steve is trying to tell us that these bugs are just over in Waverly. Like you have to go to Florida to get them. And I'm like, whoa, man, that's fucking crazy. These bugs are ass fucking on a daily. And this dude's like, yeah, man, uh, actually, if you just go over to Waverly, you can find those shits uh, really fucking easily. So shout out to the uh, to the bug ass bug fuckers bug ass fuckers i don't know what kind of bugs those are actually if you know what kind of bugs those are call into the hustling hotline i'll be posting that shit on instagram is getting set up this week and i also want to hear about hustles you got going on uh i want you to speak on yourself brag yourself up a little bit i don't want to hear about no illegal shit but brag yourself up a little bit uh, i want to hear about deals you found on craigslist and i want to hear about uh working conditions bitch about your boss i want to hear about the time the fryer was broken at mcdonald's and so you guys uh had to uh, just uh, cook uh, fries on the flat top or some, you know, bullshit like that. It wouldn't work that way. Actually, at Sonic, the fryer broke, uh, the flat top broke, and we just fried a bunch of burgers because those shits were delicious. And then I got in the bad habit of frying burgers and putting them in the grease and just greasing those bitches up because that shit was the bomb.com. I ran out of time, but I was going to tell you about this other job I had in which I scammed cell phones. Uh, but I'll just go tell you straight about um, how shit can, how this, uh, world can touch your soul you know what man that shit touched my soul quick story about uh your soul getting touched my man bill queen went to uh, florida for the first time talking about a man who's never been in an airplane right uh so him and his lady get to florida and they're driving over uh he described to me what i could only uh imagine is uh like when you drive over lake Pontchartrain to get into new orleans it's big ass long bridge maybe four or five miles wide and on one end you can kind of see the city on the other end you can kind of see the city behind you at in like the middle point but to the right and the left you just water as far as the, as far as your eye can see and this is just a lake this is just a lake they were driving along the gulf of mexico they're driving along. She looks at him and she goes, you know what? This is the first time I've ever seen water as far as the eye can see. And I don't know why it just hit me. But it just hit me. Talk about faking it look easy. This man used to work overnight in a meatpacking plant with no teeth in his head. And... uh Nothing to live for, just drinking Monster Energies when I met Bill Queen. Again, after being after being kids, we reunited years ago, and uh, my man was living rough. <laughs> the trolliest of online trolls. He was a he was an online troll. He trying to he's trying to see that troll thing in three D, mommy. <laughs> that fool was the trolliest of online trolls. Didn't have any fucking teeth in his head, bro. And I was chompers just smiling like a motherfucker. He always got fresh kicks on. Uh, started to believe in himself. Why? Because he's faking it look easy, man. This shit's not easy. 
it's always a struggle. But if you fake it look easy, then you can make it look easy. It's fake it till you make it, never backwards. The hoop to your podcast, that's what it's about. Settle for working in some goddamn meatpacking plant when you know you got more. You're just giving everything to somebody else so that they can make money off of you. Fuck that bullshit. Call up to the hotline and let me know how you're getting out of that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to Florida. You got to get to the Gulf of Mexico. There's water as far as the eye can see in this bitch, man. And it's everywhere. You can dip your toes in the shit, bro. You can get on a plane for the first time. You can see parts of the country you didn't even know existed. Fuck the country. Paris is over there. Madagascar is over there. You want to see some lemurs, bro? Fuck that movie. Go see them yourself. Fake that shit look easy. Show up, do your job, get that promotion. Fuck them. Get sharp as fuck on the side. Get sharp as fuck on the side. Hit that heist backwards. Make the money first. Make the money first. And then add that bop to your hustle. Don't be just working for somebody just to work for somebody, taking home a paycheck. Have an escape plan and shit. Make your life more comfortable. Make that shit better for yourself. Gotta play the drop again. You know what, man? That shit touched my soul. One more drop and we'll get out of here. You know what I bet would help you? I bet some CBD oil. All right, man. That's my episode. Uh, I really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, I'm firing off the ball today. What can I tell you? (laughs) It's been all right, I guess. Uh, That's episode one. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, Shout out to Mark Patrick on the beat. Let me find a track for you guys to get out to. Oh, yeah, this track is bomb shit. It's a little bit. It's a little bit down. Uh, but I guess that's kind of how I, how I guess that's kind of how I ended it. So I want you guys to keep hope alive because you are somebody. I want you guys to know, uh, that I got your back when nobody got your motherfucking back. Feel me? Um, we're back. Uh, we're back payday Friday from daily junior studios. I want you to show love to the people that serve you. That's our show for the week. Keep the change of filthy animals.